Today's scripture comes from Luke chapter 1, verses 68 through 80. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our ancestor Abraham to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. The child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day he appeared publicly to Israel. The word of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Gabriella, for reading that passage. This is the um, prophecy of Zechariah, who is holding his little one, John the Baptist, and looking into his eyes and wondering about what his life would be. Have you ever looked into the face of your little ones or your grandchildren and wondered, what will they be? God gives Zechariah a glimpse, a prophecy of what John's role and purpose in life will be. And it is to prepare the way for Jesus. And he says, among other things, to his son, And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. John is being prepared to guide our feet to the way of peace, to guide us to the Christ, the long-awaited one. It is like the stage is being set for this great story of God saying to all humankind and all of creation that God is love and that God has great hopes and great delights in every human being and in all of creation. John is pointing throughout everything he does to Jesus. And some would say the quintessential thing that he says is he points to Jesus and says, he shall increase... I shall decrease. He shall increase. I shall decrease. 
Friends, that may give us a head start on the spiritual life. Our call as people who are trying to follow Jesus is that we will decrease and Christ in us shall increase. This is what John Wesley was talking about when he talked about sanctification. We decrease, the Christ in us increases. But in order for that to happen, oh, there's so many things that we need to let go of. So many things that I'm just learning. You've heard me talk about the false self and the true self. There's so much of our false self that we just need to let go of. We don't need it anymore. The false self is not the bad self. It's just one of my teachers just described it a few weeks ago as the homemade self. <laughs> the the home-created self, that self that we create, hoping to get our needs met. And we need to do that from the time we're toddlers on up. But there comes a time where that stuff, we don't need it anymore. And we can let go of it. And when we can let go of that false stuff, by the way, here, here's how I've learned what the false self is, that part of us that likes to look good and feel good. That part of us that likes to be in control, that part of us that likes to be loved, well-liked, that part of us that likes to be successful, that's all fine, it's all good. It's just those things won't bring us closer to God. Those things won't bring us into a Christ-likeness. And so there's things we need to let go of if we're going to become more and more like Christ. I came across a great children's book that I want to read to you in kind of a fireside chat from the parsonage. Welcome to the parsonage. It's that time of year that we enjoy putting fires in the fireplace, sitting around being family. Sometimes we read stories to each other. This sermon is for Christ the King Sunday, which is traditionally the last Sunday of the liturgical calendar. Next Sunday is the beginning of Advent when we start our liturgical calendar over again and talk about the, the promised coming of the long-awaited one that we believe is Jesus the Christ. And it culminates um, with this Sunday, Christ the King. As the year comes to an end, sometimes it's helpful to have opportunities to let go of things from the past that we don't need to carry anymore. The last few weeks here at the Chatham United Methodist Church, just before we would go to prayer, we, will, we have been dropping leaves off of the pulpit and naming things that we need to let go of before we go into our time of prayer, trusting that we're all part of this mystery, this paschal mystery of death and resurrection, loss and renewal, and good spirituality always helps us to let go of certain things that we don't need to carry anymore. I found a book that I would like to read to you, and perhaps this book will mean something to someone who really needs to let go of something and needs to be encouraged, as I do, to let go and trust God. The book is called Little Tree by Lauren Long.
Once there was a little tree filled with little leaves, who was surrounded by other little trees, who had little leaves of their own. In the heat of long summer days, little trees' leaves kept him cool. The squirrels would climb up on his branches to play. The morning dove landed in him and sang her fluty song. The little tree was sure to grow up big and strong. Autumn arrived and cool winds filled the air. The wind tickled the little tree as it passed through his branches and ruffled his leaves. The air grew cold and the leaves on all of the trees changed color, becoming yellow, red, and orange. Then one by one, the trees began to drop their leaves, but not little tree. He just hugged his leaves tight. Hello, little tree, said a squirrel. You're supposed to drop your leaves now. But little tree was unsure. What would he do without his leaves? Winter came. What are you doing with your leaves still on? Asked the doe. Little tree just hugged his leaves tight. Springtime arrived and the little forest burst into life again. The other trees grew bright new leaves. The squirrels played in their branches. Little tree could hear the morning dove singing her fluty song. The seasons continued to come and go. Little tree, quacked a duckling, your leaves are brown. Are you feeling sick? A fox said, little tree, it's autumn. It's time for you to drop your leaves. You can do it. Ready? One, two. But little tree just hugged his leaves tight. All around the forest grew and grew. One summer little tree could no longer feel the sunlight. The squirrels played high above all the broad, tall trees, and the morning dove sang so far away that he could hardly hear her fluty song. Autumn came again. Leaves began to blanket the ground. Little tree looked up at the other trees, at their branches reaching high into the sky. He remembered when the trees had all been his size. And then he let go. As his last leaf floated to the ground, for the first time, little tree felt the harsh cold of winter. But in time, Something happened. Once there was a little tree.
the end. Sometimes we need to let go of our leaves so that we can grow. But letting go often means a loss, a grief, a death of something that we've grown to appreciate or become familiar with. But sometimes God calls us to let go. Pastors and psychologists and therapists and friends of mine in the spiritual life have shared with me some things that they see as universally helpful for people to let go of. And I want to share this list with you. Maybe one of these things will make sense in your context or in my context. And these are in no particular order. Things to let go of. Toxic relationships. Hating your body. Past relationships associated with regret. Caring what other people think, especially people who don't have our best interest in mind. Being glued to social media. Sometimes we need to let go of our fear of discomfort. Comparing ourselves to others. Sometimes we need to let go of competing too fiercely with others. Sometimes we need to let go of past disappointments. We need to let go of self-doubt and our inner negative critic. Sometimes we need to let go of stress. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Sometimes we need to let go of grudges, anger, resentment. Sometimes we need to let go of trying to change other people. And very often we need to let go of our worries. Worries about the future and regrets about the past. Friends, as we begin to prepare for Advent, perhaps our prayers can be to ask God to help us let go of something so that we might grow and mature in our Lord Jesus Christ. May it be so with you and with me and with all people. Amen.